0: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Daily Draft Report. It is 2023. This is the first of the 2023 class. I'm going to dive extra deep this year. I started a couple weeks early because I think I want to get into a little bit more prospects this year. And I'm hoping to do a little bit more of the Friday face-offs, the Monday mock draft Mondays. You know, but each day, each Monday through Friday from now until the end of April, I hope to be in your ear holes 10 to 15 minutes a morning with a daily draft report for you this week. I mean, I'm excited to start off with this prospect. I'm going to, I like going deeper right on the first, right off the bat. Let's go ahead and start with Rasheed Rice, wide receiver from Southern Methodist university. He is a senior six foot two, 200 pounds. And I am super, super excited to bring on my guest, Matt Cooper from the Debbie dynasty film room. And also another fellow dynasty nerd film
1: guy. How are you doing, Matt? Hey, Dwight. Thanks for having me on. Uh, wow. First one. I'm your first mm-hmm. guest. I'm honored that you thought of me, uh, but yeah, doing good. Thanks for having me
0: on. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. We, we do a lot of stuff over at nerds. We, uh, I don't know how many you've, you've done this through this month. I've done about 25 this month, just film cutups. You know, I'm excited to dive deeper into these guys. So. Oh, draft yeah, I've times. A few.
1: I've kind of lost count. It's somewhere in the <laughs> 15 to 20 range myself. So.
0: Yeah. I can't count that high. I, I try to tell, I tell my wife, I only did five. That way she doesn't expect big checks or anything. So. <laughs> Um, no, she doesn't never ask where my money comes, <laughs> 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 thankfully. So, all right. Um, real quick, before we get going, I want to do a quick Campus to Canton plug. I was really bad at these last year. I'm sorry, Campus to Canton guys, but one of my favorite podcasts makes you check out on Monday nights, the Chasing the Natty podcast. Why am I blanking? That's why I suck at these promo things, guys. Make sure you check out on Monday nights the Chasing the Natty podcast with Jared Palmgren. He goes over more college prospects and it'll help you get ready for all these. You know, even if you don't play college football, I think it's important to listen and keep up with these guys so you can know about them way before they get to the draft. So, all right, real quick, uh, what is Go to the stats. I don't tend to spend too much time on these. Um, he did have 48 catches for 680 yards in 2020, 64 for 670, and nine touchdowns in 2021. But he really had a breakout this year with 96 catches, 1,355 yards, and 10 scores. So, I mean, he's probably not going to satisfy the analytic simps with the breakout age and the breakout year because he, I don't think either the second or third year counts as a breakout but they were pretty solid years. So I'm not overly worried about that. So Matt real quick, what skills does or rice have do you think will make him successful in the NFL?
1: Yeah. So you mentioned uh, his, his height and weight. He's really profiles as a true alpha wide receiver standing at six, two, six, three, somewhere in that ballpark um, over 200 pounds. And just, he plays mostly on the outside and, He wins jump balls regularly, you know, 50-50 balls for him are probably more like 80-20 or at least they were at the level of competition that he played at. So, uh, you know, we'll talk about that in a minute. That's a question mark. But, um, yeah, he won a lot of contested catch situations. He's got really long arms. He's got a huge catch radius, great ball skills. Um, I think he's he's fast too. He's not like a big slow Alshon Jeffrey type. He's got good speed for his size. He does an excellent job at making the first man miss and get getting an extra yards yes. after the catch. Uh, he's pretty twitchy uh, for for a six foot three guy as well. Um, you see some good lateral movement and route running. So th- there's a lot to like there uh, in terms of just his upside, his ceiling. Um, he moves really well for, for being a big guy. Right. That's almost
0: exactly right on the, right on the head. Some of the things that I noticed his speed is more of that loping speed. You know, he's not that guy Mm that's going to just quickly blow off the line and just blow past somebody, but he's got like that deceptive speed. He's got that long gait. you know, obviously with the height that he is, that's part of it. Um, as far as a route runner, I thought he was really smooth. Like, like they didn't ask him to run a whole lot, you know, and he didn't have Mm -hmm. like the real sudden routes that you're going to see, but his routes were really clean and smooth, which I really liked. And separation off the line was really good. But the first person making the first person, miss is one of the things that I thought was probably one of his better attributes was like, like nobody tackled him right off the bat. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, he's
0: not, he wasn't like Mike Evans where, you know, he just catches the ball and goes down. So it was definitely impressive to see him make that first guy miss. So do you, do you see any of these traits as like elite or do you think he's just kind of like, where do you put him? What do you, would you say is his strongest one strongest suit?
1: I think he has elite ball skills. Um, some of the catches that he made, you know, toe taps on the sidelines, high pointing the ball over smaller DBs. He's got really, really natural instincts catching, catching the football. And I think that is probably his his most elite skill. Even against, you know, he he plays at SMU, so level of competition is a question mark. But he had a few games against higher level competition. I was actually for the nerds cutting up games against TCU and Maryland. So those are two power five schools that he played against. And he made some really big plays in those games going up against um, those DBs. So, yeah, I I would say – Definitely, the ball skills is, is probably his most elite trait.
0: Yeah, what's ironic is I thought that was one of his better too, but then I also saw a little bit of a little bit of a, of of dropping. Um, it seemed to get better this year, but I have noticed it more in the last couple of years. And he did have a couple fumbles, so I don't, I don't, I don't think they're really those are things you just have to teach, you know, like things that he'll get better at. And I mean, everybody's going to do that occasionally, but you know, I it's do interesting.
1: think this, I've noticed some of sometimes the prospects who are able to make the most uh, spectacular catches also <laughs> can seem to be the ones that are most prone to concentration drops and like just not right. getting the easy ones. So it, right. A lot of guys are, I've noticed are like that over the years scouting. And I, I agree. I, I have noticed a few, um, kind of easy drops for for rice but but then also he can make all the ridiculous ones too so right 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 all right so yeah he is one of the true true
0: alpha guys in this class one of the few we have a lot of slot guys in this class but what do you see as something that could hold him back from being successful are there anything you're like hesitant about
1: yeah so um you mentioned the route running. I I agree with you. I think he looks really smooth on the routes that he was asked to run. And I also agree with what you said about them, not asking him to do a ton. So, uh, somewhat limited route tree, um, you know, vertical routes, comebacks, crossers, but, uh, not like a bunch of nuance and, uh, not, not super developed. And so you got that. And then you also mentioned earlier, his analytical profile, um, The production, you know, being as late as it was, playing at SMU, you know, it's one thing if you're like playing at a big school and you had to kind of wait your turn, but when you're playing at the G5 level and you don't break out until your senior year, that is a question mark for me. So he had a lot of big games this year. He put a lot of good traits on film, but the level of competition wasn't great and you just have to wonder how that's how big, a, how hard of a transition that's going to be from playing at SMU to playing in the NFL. Uh, so being a, a non early declare as a G five is is at least a little concerning for me.
0: Right? Yeah, I think he wanted to put some better stats on paper, and their, their offense did take quite a bit of a step forward this year with Tanner Mordecai. So I think it was maybe being held a little bit back by the offense and. I lost my train of thought. I'm getting old. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I had this really long thought out did diet treatment, and yeah, whatever. Okay, so as far as that, like, where does he fall? Like in your rookie rankings, like as far as your wide receiver rankings right now.
1: I think a lot of that is going to depend on draft capital, and you know we'll see how he tests at the combine. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people and test really well. So there's a lot to still shake out. If he goes late day one or or even day two, I'm going to be pretty excited about that. And that's where I'm seeing him in a lot of mock drafts is like late first round or or second, sometimes third. But um, that would be really promising draft capital, I think. Uh, That would give him a good shot to get an early opportunity. I would say right now he's clearly behind kind of the consensus top four, which would be um, Boutte, Johnston, JSN. And Addison, Addison, yeah. And so for me, he's like at the top of my tier two with like Josh Downs, Rasheed Rice, and Zay Flowers, some of those types of guys. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of where he slots in for me right now. Probably below yeah. Downs, right around you know Flowers, Rice yeah. is probably in in that range six, six five, six, seven, somewhere in there. Yeah, it's about. That's kind of where I have him. I'm still formulating mine, but I think right
0: behind, behind Downs, I think I like him a little more than Flowers. Yeah, I think if, I, I'd be surprised if he got that day one draft capital. I think he's probably early day three. I, I don't know, but I think day never, three. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's just these guys like this. We, we never really know what the NFL is going to do with them, in this, especially in this class. I mean, I'm not really. I'm having a hard time getting a read on this class this early in the process. It's one bad thing about starting this early is, you know, I'd be curious to see he's a guy I'm looking to in rookie drafts, you know, he'll probably be around in the second round. I'd be so happy to snap him up in the late latter part of the second round in rookie drafts, mm-hmm. you know, depending, obviously, like you said, landing spot draft capital. I suck. At yeah. I actually uh,
1: yeah. sorry to cut you off. I initially thought day three as well. And I started looking at a bunch of mock drafts and, and what his projections are. And it seems like he's being projected day two almost everywhere, um, which is exciting for me to see. I hope it happens. Um, That'd be nice. I, yeah. I mean, kind of like you. I initially I saw SMU and I'm like, yeah, he's day three, um, but he might not be. So, you know, I guess we'll see. I'm sure that six foot three and 200 pounds will be enticing to some NFL teams, and uh, it's not as uh, deep of a wide receiver class I think as we've had in previous years. Oh, so. you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you are very right. That's one thing I normally put on the on here. I forgot was mock draft database. I usually go there and see where he's going in recent rock, mock drafts, and a lot of people have him going late first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs. I was like, surprised yes. to see that. Yeah,
1: pleasantly surprised. A lot,
0: <laughs> like a lot of guys, like even you know, Pro Football Network, SI, mm-hmm. Draft Network. A lot of them have him going late first. So maybe yeah. my day three is a little crazy, but yeah, wow. I, that's that's one thing i forgot to put on here it's one i like to include just so we get an idea of like where experts are you know because we're all trying to be experts but i don't consider myself an expert at all sure so i definitely like looking at the way of these other guys even <laughs> cbs chris trapasso had him going 11th to the texans i don't know about wow. that but yeah that's so high yeah that seems a little crazy to me he'd be fun on the chiefs though i mean chiefs uh Vikings is a, a nice Thielen replacement would be nice. Um, I actually thought about
1: the Giants, you know, like they, yeah, they have, they don't have anybody at wide receiver. Um, actually they have, Wendell on, they Robinson, have which we talked about, I don't know if you remember the last time I was on your podcast, we were talking about Wendell Robinson and uh, he looked pretty good for them this year, but he's more of a number two guy. And um, they've wanted an alpha ever since they paid Kenny Galladay. And he never turned out to be one. So, Rice could be a good fit there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's another thing
0: I forgot to put on here. Okay, thank you. You're helping me iron out my process. So uh, <laughs> I usually do that too. All, All right, good, do, you
1: have
0: a, do you have a player comp for him? I don't know if it's something you do. I, I suck at him, so.
1: Honestly, no, not that comes right to mind. Yeah, I sometimes a player comp will seem really obvious and jump right to the surface, but I don't have one that does for him, so.
0: I was struggling with it too. I think he's, because of his, his combination of size and speed and against the level of competition and uh, for some reason Gallup stuck in my head, but I don't know if he's quite as fast as Gallup. Okay. Um, but I, I think he could have that kind of a role, you know, like as, as a ceiling, you know, as just a really good wide receiver too. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know, but I'm terrible at those, man. I don't even know what it's one thing I always ask my guests, but I have
1: no freaking idea.
0: Awesome. All right, good. Got the first one in the books, baby. I like it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely. Matt, tell them everybody where they can find you on Twitter, where they can find your work.
1: Yeah. So you can find me at Debbie Two, the number two dynasty FR on Twitter and uh, my YouTube handle is the same. So YouTube does handles now. So, you can go youtube.com slash at devi dynasty fr um, It's the devi to dynasty Film Room. Right now I'm going to be, I'm starting rookie season. So for the next couple of months, it's going to be scouting reports, scouting reports, strengths and weaknesses for every uh, rookie that I can get to. And um, I just, I love breaking down film. It's, it's, a passion of mine, looking for these traits and seeing, uh, identifying these guys early and seeing what kinds of traits uh, translate to fantasy football points. So,
0: yep, very much, definitely, definitely, highly recommend checking those out. I like they're a quick format, kind of like the podcast. You know, you're not gonna sit there watch watching twenty minutes of Matt droning on. Nobody wants for to sure. do that. Um, no,
1: <laughs> I wouldn't even want to do that. On, People are busy.
0: exactly all right you can find me on uh, ff people's champ and find this podcast daily draft rprt my work at campus to canton and the dynasty nerds thank you all very much for listening we will talk to you tomorrow